Rock and roll, to me, it's just about having that sense of abandonment and just going for it, just rocking out. That's so the opposite end of who I am because I'm afraid to be messy. <laughs> I mean, you guys know me. I'm not like, Rah! right, like, yeah. I have been messy. And those were very dark times for me. The people who I loved weren't loving me, and I found solace and comfort in something else. When I first came out, there was some tension between my mother. I was getting the love that I needed from designer drugs, like Special K. I know I'm thankful for my drag mother for pulling me aside and being like, okay, you've become a monster. Like, calm down. <laughs> you were doing too much. This yeah. is not who you are. And it took realizing that I was in the mess and that demons can take you somewhere, but you don't have to stay there. You can come up out and just move forward. It's that shit that got me here. So this is kind of a, a throwback to the Miss Bliss years of All Right, Mary. This is a moment of appreciation segment of course for miss sahara davenport yes the late sahara davenport yeah which you know it it was especially watching that speech and some, some of the things she had to say this episode it was particularly weighty kind of knowing how things turn out oh yeah you know, especially that, her end in untucked yeah yeah which was we'll get to it but it was like I was like, wow, this is like, we, I've never seen this kind of ending of Untucked where all the queens Yeah, we saw them, yeah. She gets, it, it almost felt like they edit, edited it after, like, They she found had, out. Yeah, which was, I think, maybe a year, or it was a while after season two. Right, right. Um, but I think it was even after season three. Uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, especially watching, especially this clip, and, like, knowing that, as she so aptly put it, these demons that brought her somewhere she was able to, she didn't have to stay there, that, you know, as unfortunately happens to so many people, they brought her back. Maybe. I mean, whatever it was brought her back to a place that she had been and did not want to be and was not doing her any good. Well, but, I mean, I don't know if we know the details of her death in the sense that we only know that her heart stopped. I mean... I understand that, but I'm not going to make assumptions. I am going to just say that... It's unfortunate that Sahara is gone, but I think that that to me feels like we can tiptoe around it. But like, yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, just some thoughts on I mean, the wisdom that she promoted is 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 really valuable. This Absolutely. Idea that, you know, that that does happen. And yeah. That, um, what I thought was so beautiful is uh, she's like, yeah, the people that I love didn't love me back. Yeah. I mean, what I liked about that was what she was highlighting was like the truth about addiction. Right. Addiction is not like, damn, I just love the way this this, you know, Coke smells. No, you know what I mean? It's solace. Yeah. I mean, they it's really been determined that like the root of addiction is loneliness. Right. You know, and and I felt like that was. Uh, a very choice quote to include in this episode and include for this audience. Right. Like that's really what was driving her and a lot of other people to something that's going to give you the feelings that you're looking for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. In the same way that like eating junk food fills you up. Yeah. For a moment. Vices, right? There's yeah. some that are, I guess, more damaging than others. Yeah. Um, and some that are more enticing and uh, more addictive, obviously. But yeah. an addiction is an addiction. You know, um, one of the other things she talks about earlier in the episode is uh, um, being afraid to disappoint people, mm. which I think also um, carried into Jujube as mm -hmm. well. Because yeah. she was afraid of disappointing Rue, as was Tatiana was afraid of disappointing Rue. Yeah. And they all kind of see Rue as this this parental figure in a sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but like, cause you can tie in Juju B to Rue very directly. Yep. Tati as well. And then you can, you can kind of get out of Sahara the same thing, this idea that she doesn't want to disappoint people. Mm -hmm. She's disappointing herself. She wants to stay in control so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause she's afraid to be messy. Um, 
you know, I uh, obviously I think it turns into her mother. This idea that her mother didn't accept her. There was tension there. Mm-hmm. Well, know? it's interesting that Rue is is not only. I mean, obviously they call her Mama Rue. There's a sort of mother role, but I mean, especially for Juju this episode, she's also surrogate father. You know, right? And so when you say parental role, it's like yeah, it's mother and father. Right. Um, that these queens and in ways that I don't know if we really see later seasons in ways of identifying Rue as this parental this drag parental figure right because i mean she's still in in the idea where when she comes into the workroom she isn't necessarily drumming up drama yeah which i think she definitely does later she yes very much so she's um, stirring the pot later yeah. On. yeah and and still in the first and second season she's still, she's still very much a timmy gun mm-hmm. she's still very much like at every challenge and, and right. watching all of this with them right um and being a cheerleader mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah. just even her words to tati which we'll talk about later but we see that more uh, in these seasons, even at the reunion, right, right. The the words to Tati, of course, that was considered one of our clips of the week, and I thought, like, longtime listeners of All Right Mary, they're like, oh. That that's one. that's gonna be the clip, right? Which yeah. we'll talk about, yeah. Which we will because it is. It's so fucking on brand, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but in terms of Sahara, you know, it was also beautiful what she said mm-hmm. at the end, which also was like very kind of eerie, right? Um, knowing that Sahara uh, was going to die very young, yeah. Um, but this idea that she she's always going to be on her toes and she knows that she's going to be you know out there, yeah, yeah. It just made me think of like the last episode how she was like literally on her toes. Oh right, well pun, that I think that I mean? was the that was the pun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's just like oh, isn't that eerie? Um, yeah, it's it's just I. She is of course the only drag race girl, you know, fortunately, who um, has passed on. Right. Uh, but it is it's funny because I knew about her passing before I had really seen season two or really gotten into yeah. drag race. Oh, so really? it was one of those things after after the fact. Where I was like, like only now really having rewatched it and spent a lot of time with season two. I'm like, oh god, ugh. Yeah, like, it's it, you know yeah, she was a fucking talented queen. She was talented. She had such a, like a like a really like that lip sync was great. All of her not lip this one, but the other one. I mean, yeah. she she showed a shit ton of talent and charisma. Oh my god, carry on. I was just like, ugh. And then thinking about that song, yeah, ugh, Sahara. I just yeah. have so much appreciation for her, and it's it's sad that she's not a part of these parties yeah. that are going on yeah. in the margin right now. You know, right, right. It yeah, it's unfortunate that she's just not a part of. And beyond her own personal life and just whatever she'd contribute to the world, it's a shame that she's not part of what Drag Race has become. Sure. She's the kind of queen who would come back for All Stars. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, she had a shit ton of talent. Yeah. She yeah. had great quotes, even this episode. Oh, my some my favorite. Yeah. She was kind of a narrator this episode, which yeah. I did notice in the Untucks especially. Yeah. Um, I loved when she, uh, when Tyra was kind of coming for her and being like, that was really rude oh, how I, you said it. Yeah. And then Sahara's all like, yeah, well, I think you're a pretty rude person. Yes. So I don't really care what you she's think like, of she's me. She's rude all the time, so I don't really yeah. care what she thinks. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I what I liked about Sahara this episode, and we see it more in Untucked, but it's that Sahara is just. I mean, she's just she's done. She's she's done with Merle. She's done with Tyra. Oh, yeah. She's done with the drama. She, mm-hmm. It's like it literally is. What more do you want from me? Right. And I really I identify, and I don't necessarily identify with that, but I understand what she's going through. Of like, I just don't know what else you want. Right. Like you're asking for this, I'm giving you this. You're asking for that, I'm giving you that. And I feel like I've heard other queens express that same frustration is like they asked me to do this so then I do it and it's not enough they want more of this and it's and I think what that is and we've talked about this before where it's like and we see it in this episode where it's not about getting it right it's about how you respond to the critique oh yeah it's how you how you take the information it's how you get back up it's how right. you keep going right um that's what it's they like Bendel Cram in a sense right? yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like how you carry on 
Yeah. There you go. There you go. Come on, Martha Wash. Come on, Martha Wash. Just like tie that in. Yeah, it's raining men. All right. Um, yeah, so just final word on, on Sahara. I mean, it was beautiful seeing her. It, mm-hmm. She was hiding hiding tears, throwing back tears yeah. when she was talking about being afraid to be messy. Yeah. You wonder if that was filmed after the episode or, right. or what. But when she left... It was a beautiful moment with her and Juju B and seeing all yeah. the lights off in the workroom, which mm-hmm. is a stage essentially. Right, right. Um, and it just kind of having this, this she's like, this is my time. This is my right. time to go. And yeah. again, very eerie. Yeah, it is. It's it Because they all come out. I just, I, and maybe it'll happen again this season. I don't know. Or I, there's someone talked to I haven't seen of season three, but I've never seen it where like we watch the Queens say goodbye in the workroom yeah. at this, at this time. Right. You know, what we see in later untucked is we see that the, the Queens have like I a mean, time I've to leave seen, a letter. I, and yeah, then, right, right, yeah. right, right. We know that happens, but mm-hmm. I've seen Queens interrupt their farewell holding the thing. Like I've seen that. But I haven't mm-hmm. seen like a full shot of the workroom with queens coming in. Yeah, yeah, that. Like we have not seen yeah. that before. That was and very kind of uh, new untucked. Like Wow presents on right, YouTube. Right. Right. But it just felt oddly like specific for Sahara. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 A little eerie. In a yeah. Way. Very eerie. Yeah. But obviously, we're creating that. Sure. Um, it's just the experience as the viewer knowing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's yeah. a, I don't know. It was. It's a beautiful send off for her. Um, mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that you know. Tyra and Tati drama kind of comes into play and right. takes over, and obviously Jujubee's drama this this episode. Yeah, um, but you know, it's, Sahara kind of missed, I think, a proper proper episode. Yeah, um, she she certainly got to speak a lot uh, this episode, uh, like in this quote. Right, it's um, great just that about we got her to... drag mother pulling her aside, which yeah. you know again goes into the idea of a drag mother is not just somebody that creates mm-hmm. a drag queen. You right. know, you don't just pour water on one and then five come out. Right, right, exactly. You, yeah. It's it's someone who is stable and has gone through fucking hell. Right. And can see that in others and is like, oh no. Right. Oh no. Oh right. no. And you think about Mama Ru is that way. It's mm-hmm. like seeing all of these queens coming through her show and talking to a Trinity and talking to a Tyra and talking to uh, a Laganja and a Chichi and 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 kimchi right and finding these the best in them and being like snap out of it girl right snap laugh laugh right, right. you know yeah yeah it, it is and I think you know with Rue it's, it's they only get kind of like a a, a, a small dose of it but you sure. get a good drag mother and you get it every day right yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. um it's an it's important and yeah. what it makes me think about the queens that didn't have drag mothers did they not need them you know right or 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 what yeah i mean i think raven for example is a, right when that's actually an interesting idea of like raven as someone who doesn't have a drag mother i compare it to someone like tyra who's had a drag mother who's raised her right so to speak and we see it this episode we yeah. really do see tyra clean up her act whether it's oh, real yeah. or not she stops the fighting right whereas Raven needs someone to smack her a little bit and say, excuse me, yeah. who do you think you are? Yeah, you know she's I mean? kind of this lone wolf coming yeah. into a pack and being and, and trying to be an alpha. You know? Yeah, and it really, you can kind of see, oh, you're a queen without a drag family. Right. Got it. Right. Okay, yeah, right. you don't know how to do this pack shit. Well, Terry Nunn loves her. So. Yeah, Terry Nunn just losing her fucking marbles this episode. Uh, anyway, Mary, uh, thank you, Sahara. Thank you so much for bringing uh, point to Drag Race, yeah. for bringing a wonderful lip sync and uh, a lovely energy. Right. Sometimes bitchy, very entertaining um, and sweet. And coming from Miss Merle, and Miss Merle deserves some. Oh my for god, her. in that beret! Oh, uh, you know what? Ugh. 
I loved it. Her, her, one of her last words was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to miss so-and-so. I'm going to miss so-and-so. I'm not going to miss Merle. <laughs> like, yeah, just I'm kidding. Miss Merle. Yeah, I know. I we go, yeah, I'm sure you're just <laughs> yeah, kidding. Right, right, right. Yeah. You and I both know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mary, why don't we tell our listeners what we're listening to? Of course. They're listening to. They're listening to. We're listening to. Everyone's listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little BDBD TV show. I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. Yeah, you are. Yeah, right. Uh, and we are, of course, today continuing our recap of season two with Rocker Chicks. Which, all truth be told, isn't... Uh, I. I didn't own this episode prior to having to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's these episodes always kind of make me cringe a little bit. Yeah, I will say that I'm very thankful that it's not the season three rocker episode with yes. Paul Palooza. Yes, because obviously it's better quality because they lip sync and it's different like styles at least, and right. it's not the same song seven times in a row. Because they did reggae, they did pop. Oh, that's right. They did they did different styles in season three, but it was the same song. Yes. And this was the same style, same song. Right. All of the glamour and all of the fame. That song. Oh god. Um. Anyway, so Raja has a rock version. It's like a punk. It's punk. Yeah. And I just, I mean, her look was great, but sure. uh, I just, I, it was so hard for me to get through. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I. She wins. She wins. I was mistaken because I thought Raven won yes. thinking that it was the same episode, but uh, obviously I was so confused because yep. I'm, I'm just stupid. Uh, I'm just such a disaster. <laughs> um, and, uh, but it wasn't. It was. Stupid, uh, stupid, stupid. Yeah. And, and. <laughs> Slapping yourself. You baby. You baby. Uh, I will sell this house today. <laughs> I will sell this house. Uh, anyway, um, Annette Benning for the win. Um, yeah, right? So, no, sh- uh, and Jessica Wilde wins. Thank God. Thank God. Well, you know, I had the exact same problem. I kept thinking Raven won because I kept confusing Raven with Raja. Yeah. Um, and not really being a fan of either performance. Like, Raven's, uh, you know, not the, you know, oh of course, God. jumping boom, boom, gun, but I remember liking that performance a lot more than I really did. Oh, I see. Like, I mean, I just think I'm kind of over Raven, but we'll talk about that. Right. This episode. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, you know, obviously Raja was fine, but, uh, I mean, that wasn't a bad episode, the mm-hmm. Rupal Palooza, uh, right. because it was lip sync. And yeah. they learned their lesson about live singing and how that can just make it really hard. I mean, have they done it? Well, so they did live singing in season four with the. Well, they do live frenemies. singing, but yeah. I think that they know when they should. Right, right. Well, I think that, like, it's funny because I feel like they know when they should when they need to. Like, in season five, they did it with that, like. That we are the world kind oh, of song, right, right, but they right. did it they early Ivy winters. They did it early on, but they had a lot of queens they could filter out. As yeah, and it was well. just it was literally like two lines of a song. Mm-hmm. But it was like this was a this was early on in the season. So Where are my people at? So they could filter some people out as well with right. this challenge because this this is almost like a snatch game of like you're either good at this yeah. or you're not good right. at this. Right, yeah. right, and I think they thought that maybe because it was rock. That it could be controlled in the sense like you could just speak song it like Pandora Box. Yeah. But um, no, they got a Tyra. Um, oh, my God. Th- that I was mean, almost unwatchable. Oh, I mean, I don't think I could ever watch that again. It's it, on on the subreddit. Her performance is is a legendary reference. Um, they spell it. They spell it. Dis- D-I-S-G-R-R-O-G-R-O-O-B is for my girls. Disgroove is for my girls. Um, and it's like it. it is. It is so... It's so bad, and I'm so annoyed 
with RuPaul for her waving her hand. Oh, she up. loved it. I she loved the Exorcist moment. I, I was like, "What? This is crazy right I now. Know. What am I seeing?" I just it like, belonged on Dragula season two. You right? know, the only the only bastion of safety in that entire situation. The only person I could turn to was Henry Rollins, who both in face and then later in critiques said, "What are you doing, lady?" Yeah, which is like one of my favorite quotes from this yeah. season is, "What are you doing, what are you doing lady? lady?" Yeah, like exactly. What are you doing, lady? Oh God. Oh. But anyway, so a small overview of the episode yes, yes. of what's to come. It's mm-hmm. not season three. It's not. It's it, it, no. It isn't. It isn't. Uh, it is season two. And so uh, as we let's just you want to kick things yeah, off? Yeah, let's Get, do it. Jump right in. Let's do it, Mary. Else we want to run in. No, I'm good. I'm trying to think. Oh, I guess the only thing I want to mention, and maybe I'll bring it up as things go along, in particular about one part of this episode because I I've been listening to the Squirrel Friends. Oh, sure, right. of these episodes um, they and I I don't want to spill all the tea it's totally worth going and listening to their season two episode six rocker chicks recap um, Amanda spills all this tea from a Pandora box show about what really happened with Juju B oh, and all that okay so, we'll um, talk about that during Untalked. yeah it's That's it's cool. worth listening to um, so so Let's we, just yeah. We open up. You know, Tyra feels great. She's got no grudges. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's you slept on it. Yeah, yeah. She's um, and on. you know, uh, Tati is the adult in the room. She doesn't have any regrets. It's her deal, not Tyra's. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily believe it, but um, I think it's kind of like we got to put the you got to bury the hatchet. We need to yeah. move on. We have things to do. Yeah. You know, who was after Peppermint? Like right. we have places right. to be. Exactly. Yeah. So um, you know, uh, mini challenge. Well, as I just mentioned, because we've been charting it, Raven cleans up Morgan's uh, oh. mirror. There you go. Which was interesting if we're not going to follow the trope of the lip sync winner. It was interesting to see Raven do it. Yeah, like it was uh, almost ceremoniously who should yeah, clean there was, off the mirror. There's like a narrative about who should. Yeah. And of course, Raven claims, oh, it's actually great that Morgan's gone because, you know, then I don't, I feel like I'm focusing just on myself, not on her. I'm like, I think that was only a detriment when you decided it needed to be a detriment. You know what I mean? Like, I think that if Raven stayed, the narrative would be, oh, Raven and I are going to get to the top three together. Yeah. I mean, yes. But I also agree that like, when you're not in it for yourself, mm-hmm. you're a little weaker. I think she was. Alliances are strong, but mm-hmm. like you, you are weaker as an individual. I think she's. When now, it's an individual she, show. She's now forced to focus on herself. Right. This isn't like, oh, thank God, what a relief. Right. right it's right. like, well, let me turn lemonade, lemons into lemonade, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, well, Rue has her she-mail, T-mail. She done already has hers is mail, whatever you want to call it, um, where she has all of these rock and roll references where Raven is like, rock and roll. And I just thought, oh, Morgan's probably watching this episode with her fucking bullhorn bull fingers out rock and roll baby I, rock this is my baby. challenge you know rock and roll baby rock and roll man yeah fresh cool whatever she says um <laughs> and then yeah and then rue shows up for the mini challenge rue you know he looks like he's driving the sage bus at the pride parade <laughs> and that thing <laughs> Yeah, they have to create, uh, you know, a glam rock piece of art out of a wig. Yeah, um, from Wig Pro Collections. Um, I kind of like this mini challenge. Oh yeah, I thought it was very appropriate. I thought it was very drag appropriate. I thought it was, you know, uh, great. Um, obviously, it starts off with probably the worst part for you, where they're scrambling like, I'm like vultures. Enough already with for this. supplies. Yeah. Um, I love. Where's my teasing comb? Where's my teasing comb? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I feel like. Um, oh, what that makes me think of is. Um, Season four on the this is so Rain Man um, for the float your boat challenge when Juju B's walking around the the workroom going where the hell are my tits like, Juju B 
uh, Jiggly. Oh, Jiggly. Where the hell am I? Yeah. Oh, go, where are my tits? And she's walking around in that, in that very San Tropez bathing suit. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, I don't know what you thought about these wigs. Obviously, uh, Pandora's wins, and it looks like, according to Tyra, three jack-o'-lanterns stacked on top of each other, or Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. Um, you know, very clever. The one that I like the most, actually... Was Jessica Wilde Same I Obviously thought, yeah. any reference to Gem and the Holograms You know Synergy Showtime Synergy Sure um, I'm all for it I thought it looked really glam I thought it really was adorable I thought it was a great week I love that of course That she like offered it to Rue And Rue right. was like Right I, I will consider that Thank you very much So it's good to have a backup Right right It was, it was great <laughs> I, just, I love that she was like Alright You know It was this cute moment I feel yeah. like It w- reminded me of, of um, uh, Jessica playing RuPaul in Snatch Game and really kind of Jessica throughout this season, she's so just like unfazed. Like she doesn't seem nervous. Yeah. She doesn't seem oh, yeah. intimidated. A pro. She just, she seems like, and yep, of course. I have to do it. Yeah. And we see well, it this we're, challenge. We're always surprised. Yeah. yeah. Like she is not afraid to joke around with RuPaul like that. Here, I'll give you this wig. You can use it later. And right. Like, it's not arrogant. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, I know we've talked about like watching Jessica this season and that's what I've picked up. It's like uh, when she, when RuPaul's talking to a peer. You yeah. Know, I, I don't think that RuPaul is talking to a peer, but I think that Jessica, Jessica is talking is. to her peer. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. And I love her for that. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, right yeah. pumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought that um, uh, Sahara's was probably the worst. Oh, um, yeah. I did not like that one at all. Not much happened. Yeah. I loved Raven's Joan Jet moment. Oh, yeah. The rocker mom. That yeah. was my kind of drag. Yeah. And, you know, she, there was shade thrown at Juju's wig. You know, when did you lose control of this wig? Right. And she when played I got it well. Wig. Yeah. She played it well, which I think was the true test. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't because the wig was even that much worse than Tatiana's. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, I think I think that Juju, it's like, if you're going to fail, fail beautifully. Right. You right. Know what and I mean? she failed with a joke. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, fine. Because many challenges, I mean, they don't really mean much. Right. Obviously, Pandora got 10 extra minutes. I don't know what Jujubee would have done with 10 extra minutes. I don't know what Tyra would have done with 10 extra minutes. Right. I don't know what Tati would have done. You know what like you know what I mean? Like right. the, the 10 minutes they was didn't so want arbitrary. The 10 minutes really. Yeah. They, they wanted to be over 10 minutes earlier. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um so the main challenge they have to sing live to a heavy metal version of Ladyboy um uh, and, and create this rocker look. Everything about this challenge, I would just be like preparing to lip sync from the moment Rue announced it. Oh, because like, you couldn't do not, it. Not well, not that I wouldn't want to. I would feel like Tatiana, where I'm like, I just, I don't. It, either this is not going to happen, or it's not going to happen until I get out on stage. Well, you really have to let yourself go, and you know, for someone, uh, and I know you well, for someone that is sometimes very stuck in his head about not wanting people to see that he's having a good time, but just being very self conscious. Yeah, exactly. And, like, not wanting to create a moment that I am making a fool of myself and I'm not aware of it. Right. You know? Or or being filmed doing that in front of 10 college interns, Ugh. you know, on a soundstage with musicians that I don't know if they're actually playing in the background. Yeah. It all seemed very, uh, and I'll talk about this later, but it seemed very class presentation. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Certainly. You know, um, and even with Terry Nunn's reactions, I'm just like, you sound like a, like a, a life coach, just like cheering on these girls. It was. Yeah. Ugh. It was it, it, it's it, too much. It was all walking on this like thin ice of like it just it felt very patronizing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And at the same time, like okay, not on Henry Rollins. No, he's he's gold. This episode to me, I will talk about him. But uh, I just felt like the queens were obviously nervous and out of their element, except maybe Jessica. I felt like the judges were being sensitive to that, but it was kind of like 
I think they knew that they had a car a car crash of a challenge when yeah. it, when it went to the third lady boy. Yeah. Because and I'll, anyway, I'll save my thoughts. So okay. so we have this thing, you know, Raven's very excited about Terry Nunn of Berlin. They're kind of also even setting up that storyline. Yeah. Um, you know, Terry Nunn, I mean she's that's not small, you know, small chicken scraps. Take you know my saying? breath away. Yeah. I love Big deal. that song. I remember that's one of those songs that And like, it's better than the Jessica Simpson version. Oh, uh Yes, many things are. Right. Um, but that's one of those songs that I remember when I was a kid, those Time Life music series compilation commercials, where they'd have the... the oh, yeah, the scrolling the songs scrolling from the and, 80s. And you know, that's, how, like, that's how I learned um, that uh, You Can Ring My Bell. Oh, that's how I learned yes. that song, because oh, that, of one of those commercials. That was one of my like first favorite songs that I heard on the radio when I was like, I don't know, eight, nine. Oh, wow. And Ring My Bell by like Anita Ward, I think, sings in Ring My Bell. Maybe look it up. Um, well, I'm talking about it. Um, but uh, Take My Breath Away was always one of those songs that would show up in one of those compilation commercials. And when it would play just the three seconds that I would get while they were highlighting that song, I'd just like soak it in. Right, right. Anita so Ward. Much, yeah. Anita Ward, yes. Um, yeah, no, Take My Yeah, I just, you know, I, I would get it right, you know? Yeah, I get it. Um, uh, talk a big game over here, but yes, I uh, if only for that song, which of course is famous from Top Gun. Um, sure, Terry, Terry Nunn is, and uh, she had a great energy. I thought she was mm-hmm. really. Um, she came in very much like a coach, very much yeah. like a Matthew Anderson, very much yeah. like a Lady Gaga in the sense, or even um, I mean, people don't like Kathy and Jimmy, but I felt like there was some mm-hmm. sort of helpfulness. She was very present um, for that. Later on, in uh, was it season three? Rita Rudner does the stand-up uh, Ruhaha, yes, at mm-hmm. which I loved Rita Rudner's energy when she's mm-hmm. helping these queens, and I feel like the queens learn something. Yeah. Whereas I think with Terry Nunn, I don't know if they necessarily learn something. Something, but she like forced them to access it. Yeah. Oh. She basically said, this is what you have to do to win. Yeah. To each I, one of them. It, it's because I have to, because I can't not. But She we, only failed one queen, which was Sahara. She should have told Sahara, don't scream. Yeah. Um, of course, mentioning Rita Rudner, I have to mention one of my other favorite RuPaul's Drag Race quotes is when she says to Carmen Carrera, she says, there's nothing funny about somebody who's good looking and confident. Right. Um, right. Which is just like brilliant. Yeah. A brilliant quote. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Terry Nunn, I think that where she also failed a little bit is she had no need to get on stage and show Tatiana. Oh, I have thoughts on that for sure. Like, because as useless. a former teacher, yes, yes. Yeah. It's humiliating. Like, she knows. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So Jessica, we find out has sung with a rock man before, which I thought yes. was really cool. Um, because I think I don't know if this is later and I don't want to miss this but um, before we get to her them rehearsing with because I think we find out about Jessica and the rock band when, after they get the assignment or yeah after the assignment yeah, yeah. so when we're in that segment of the episode um, I, I did feel like these are just like little drag race Easter eggs but Jessica walking around practicing the singing was staged the same way as Jessica practicing the yes, chicken yes. it was like oh so this cute. is bizarre this is like Inception. Oh, no, no, <laughs> fine Bill. Uh, yeah, you know, I also loved um, Tyra when she said, "I hope the judges don't tell me to shut the fuck yeah, up." Yeah, well, she, you know, right? This is a real singing. I think we really are starting to see a much softer Tyra. Yeah, she's kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I Which wa- certainly helps, and I, I, I know you have something uh, that's burning on your tongue, but I have to mention this too. Juju says throughout the episode that she can hold a note. Mm-hmm. Now, holding a note for me is. La, right, and I'm holding it, mm-hmm. right? But that's not what she means. That's not the fucking phrase. And it bothered me so much that she kept saying, I can hold a note. Mean- she meant to say, carry a tune, mm-hmm. sing in tune, sing on key, right? hold a tune, but not hold a note. I, it bothered me so much. I'm like, it's that's not what you mean. Yeah. 
It's not the word. Um, it's not what you, you're not saying what you think you're saying. Sorry. Um, no, but what I wanted to kind of talk about is a, that's a good segue. Um, is really this is this episode's act one gone? Oh, it, hammering us over the head with it's, how confident she was. She's gonna win. This is her right. episode. I'm like, oh, she's gonna fall fucking flat on her face. Right. And I have to tell you, I even though I knew that was gonna happen anyway, I also felt like I knew that was gonna happen when. And I love Juju, but Juju was being that girl. When she was like, ugh, I need to rewrite the lyrics to this so that it fits the tempo that they're playing. I can't visualize it in my head. I was like, okay, go save your voice. Go oh, wear okay. a scarf. Right, go drink hot tea. Hot tea. Make sure to put lemon in it. Sure. I'm, just, I'm saving my voice. It's oh, like, yeah. you're being that girl right now. Yeah, I mean, I do also understand that if they give them in just a paragraph, it's so hard to memorize no, I it. know, but you know what I mean? It's It's kind of like... It's just too precious. It's right. too, then, then just go write it. You don't need to make sure we all know that you're right. Or don't memorize the words and just talk about Danny Bonaducci. Apparently, because that or works Eddie too. Murphy, or just create yeah. a chant. Yeah, T A T I. You know, you don't have to know the words. Uh, I did love that. Because I do too. I, well, yeah, I'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. So Juju can hold. Uh, she can hold a note, and she keeps talking about how confident she is in this. Right. Rue comes in mm-hmm. and has a very disappointing conversation with Tyra. Yeah, I didn't even take any notes on it because I remember. It being oh my like, god, all Tyra when she's like, "Oh, do you know about Tina Turner?" And yeah. fucking Tyra's like, "Only when she sings with Beyonce." Yeah. I'm like, "Girl, why'd she get a pass for that?" Oh my like, god, know your references, know Come your history. On. Yeah, I know. Well, at this point, Rue had decided, "Oh, well, Tyra's gonna win." Right. So t- <laughs> Tyra could do anything. She could walk oh, out there in a fucking diaper. God, and you know what? It's a good thing she had immunity for this challenge. Oh, well, it's it, a good thing. It, it, it's shocking to me if that, she had been. If she would have been on the bottom with uh, Sahara. Yeah, I don't know if if Juju even would have even been on the bottom. Maybe it would have been Juju versus Tyra. Maybe. Yeah, because well, you know, they needed to get rid of Sahara. They were ready to like in oh, terms that's of true. They, it was yeah. time to Stories. send her home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny because they just did not. If this was any other season, any other queen. The, the profound disaster of her performance would be given the full treatment. Whereas in this episode, it was like, you just didn't, you didn't really bring the rock. It's like, no, she brought like a whole bunch of other garbage from her basement. Like yeah. this was, this was oh so God. terrible. Yeah. It was, it was like she was making fun of the challenge on stage. Yeah. It was like, what are you doing lady? Oh my I God. just, Ugh. so anyway, so that was just an interesting to, to hear. Uh, uh, Rue just kind of breathes past Tyra. Yeah. <clears throat> and onto Raven, who feels very confident, um, you know, and setting up again that Juju's the biggest competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we hear about the signature movement, according to RuPaul, and Jessica Wilde is her hair flip. Right. Which obviously I loved Henry Rollins calling it a weapon later. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was just like, what a compliment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, <clears throat> and so, of course, you know, then it's also like Sahara, and, and we'll get to Tatiana in a second, but like, we're very much hearing that that typical rue question of like so how are you gonna yeah, how are you gonna, how are you gonna, how are you gonna, how you gonna bring it this episode how are you gonna do this so you know how are you gonna make it funny how are you gonna right, do this right yeah right um and i you know and i think that conversation is most interesting when he gets to tatiana oh completely and yeah. and again this is like the uh, honorable mention for clip of the week yes uh, which should have been the clip of the week but you know sahara i think needed a moment because of, yeah. of the circumstances yeah but yeah so tati we find out um and you know as a former music teacher mm-hmm. these stories break my heart right because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the chorus teacher's fault mm-hmm. but oftentimes this happens in chorus where kids won't sing 
And as someone that firmly believes in uh, the voice and singing as being incredibly human Mm -hmm. and something that all people need to engage in at some point in their life, whether it's at church or a place of worship or it's at a sporting event or it's at a birthday party, everybody needs to sing. It's what humans do. And so when a kid comes into a classroom, let's say my classroom, comes in my classroom and doesn't want to sing, I'm like, you are being blocked as a human right now. Mm -hmm. Why won't you sing? Find that reason why. And now it can be very heavy or it can be very simple as Tati says. She's like, I was made fun of. Yeah. So I didn't want to sing because I was worried about people making fun of me even more. So many times there are gay boys in chorus class, Colin, that have a gorgeous voice the first two weeks of school Mm -hmm. and then they, they, they stop showing it. And I think it's because outside of the classroom in some way they were, they learned that they didn't want to stick out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the chorus teacher kind of went a little overboard with, oh, my God, that's so amazing. You're so good. Right. Will you sing it? Will you sing it? Oh, my God, you sound so great. Mm-hmm. And and it's the, the the type of attention that, yes, they need, but in a, a, an unsafe community or like a school, yeah. um, it's it's the worst. And I and my heart went out to Tati because I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. you probably could have been a really great singer or gained more confidence or yeah. figured your shit out about these bullies in a more easier way. Yeah. Had this, you know these i don't know maybe an access point in chorus of like oh you're not singing singing there's a problem right right yeah sorry I mean, that's my music teacher right? no no i think what it, it just kind of highlights i think something that i think a lot of listeners gay straight whatever you are in between otherwise can identify with is the unfortunate irony of, of being a standout person especially in high school or junior high or being younger or in first grade or in first grade it's like it's this it's almost like this double-edged sword of when you stand out right stand out you stick out yeah and it's you know it's just it's a shame because it's like the thing that is shining through right she was meant to stand out yeah she was meant to sing in chorus she was meant to get on stage she was meant for people to look at her yeah and for her to be different and if that can get fostered and celebrated right then it can be really beautiful but what happens is that all these other little assholes oh my god yeah you know have to like all these other parents kids yeah okay that's a good way to put it all these other parents kids who have learned these behaviors and learned these ideas because you know you don't come into this world judging other people for right. their shine. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it is. It's really unfortunate. And, you know, you there's a lot of people who are not like Tatiana who don't learn how to, like, dust it off. Right. And, like, you know, put a new a new bulb in. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, shine again. There's a I lot had, of people that don't know how to do that. You know, and and uh, as, a, as a positive example, I taught this kid. He was a sixth grader. His name was James. I won't say his last name. Um, but he had, a, he still had a high pitched voice. So his voice hadn't changed yet. And he was in a class of 50 kids. I taught a class of 56 graders, Colin, Ugh. and it was fabulous. They Stinks. loved it. They loved it. Obviously. Um, no, but they, uh, so, but James was so good. He was so good and he was very unpopular. Okay. He yeah. was not a cool kid. He was short. He was little. He wasn't a jock. He was just this like you know, a funky dude. Yeah. And he would sing all the time in chorus unabashedly mm-hmm. and would ask to sing the solo and would, you know, do all of that and would say, Hey, I have a song, I have a song. And he would sing it. And because of the confidence, and even though people, the sixth graders at first were like, Oh, look at that weird kid. Look at that weird kid. Right. And because I celebrated it and, you know, kept sh- sh- letting him shine in chorus, um, he became one of the most popular kids by the end of the year. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, of his, maybe we made this how he was raised. Yeah. But he unabashedly did it and mm-hmm. didn't let anything um, shake him. Yeah. 
Well, I think that that also speaks to, um, and this is so true in, in a lot of different situations, that confidence is... It's the secret sauce. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when it comes to dating, oh it's God. not about what you look like. It's not about what your body type is. I mean, for some, for some people it is, but most people are really responding to how confident you're acting. Yeah. And, and like, and they can tell, they can see through it sometimes. And exactly. Yeah. I mean, I know. I respond to that. I, I, what draws me to somebody is their confidence, not in a sort of arrogant way, but just like a self-assurance, like how present they are in their own body. What makes you think I don't know anything about confidence? What makes you think I don't know anything about confidence? <laughs> It was uh, I mean, a jacket here. Was it yeah. something wrong? Was it? Uh, Where are the belts for this? Album? <laughs> yeah. Why is There's no, no one, one ready? <laughs> so anyway, so RuPaul, I love the moment when he says, "Look me in the eye." Yeah, look at me in the eye because she looks down when he starts talking about quote unquote that voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's amazing to see Tatiana already start to check out. Like, oh my god, I don't want to go here. Yep. Yep. And she says, look at me in the eye. And then she looks up and she says, that voice will always be there, which is the hardest truth. Oh, it's the worst. The oh. hardest truth, because it will always be there. And mm-hmm. and RuPaul talks about it on a podcast. I think about it every day. You have to recommit to that other voice. Yes. And it takes a lot of practice and a lot of strength training mm-hmm. when somebody, when, when the voice inside your head says, you can't do it, loser. Right. Right. You have to have that other voice that says, fuck you. I don't mm-hmm. care what you think. I'm just going to do it. And when you have listened to that other voice for a really long time, and then you choose to, as RuPaul says, like, okay, thank you. I'm going to go this way. Right. That is not easy to go the other way that is not paved with history. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Even though logically it makes sense. It's a habit. Yeah. It's a habit that's a that has not served you or served Tatiana. And so she says, she's like, okay, so she's looking at me and wanting to see that I don't fall back on my looks. It makes me want to make him proud. I'm like, okay, there's a start. It's external. Mm-hmm. But eventually it needs to come from within. Like I want to make myself right. proud. Right. Right. Yeah. You can't. Which ha- is, which connects to Juju later on. Right. Right. It's interesting. This running theme of like, you know. Disappointment. Yeah. And especially in a challenge that most of the queens feel really uncertain about that. What they're worried about is this disappointment. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it's a high stakes challenge. Yeah. It's it's this. Ch- this episode is actually really interesting because I don't I can't think of many other challenges where. So many of the queens were like, I just don't know if I could do this. Shit. You know? Yeah. And we really get to watch they, that. They related to bungee jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is cr- skydiving. I mean, that's like, I mean, that's a big deal. Whenever uh, there are so many people in this world as as a singer, as somebody that teaches singing, um, that would rather jump out of a plane than sing yeah. alone. I mean. And I, it's crazy to me because it's so human for us to sing. But it is so vulnerable right and there's safety in numbers i love the i love the connections between singing and and just like your self-esteem and your humanity because obviously it's easier to sing with others obviously it's easier to like kind of be with someone else Mm -hmm. and feel supported by somebody else Mm -hmm. to do something you are afraid of right yeah oh absolutely i mean there's so much of like trusting the people around you i mean as someone who does not like to you sound better when you sing with somebody else yeah yeah i don't like to sing i don't like to dance and the only reasons i don't like to do those things is because i do not want to be ashamed Right. I do not want to be shamed or feel ashamed. Right. It's the only reason I don't do it. Right. Not so your cat just shames you. Absolutely. Oh, never. Never. He he's he's throwing kibble at me. Nice. Like, you know, nice. I can't make it rain. He's making it rain. Yeah. And then he eats it all. And then he eats yeah. it all. Yeah, and it's yeah. great. And we just yeah, <laughs> oh, it's just so good. Oh, Marco. Um, so any any other thoughts on Tatia? I mean, it was a great moment. Um, yeah, it's a great moment. It's an, a, it, one of the first kind of RuPaul gospel moments. And I think one of the better ones. One of the more Well, because we heard ones. it in the reunion, right? Mm-hmm. But it came out as... 
I mean, this is the one that I think it's one of the things. There's things RuPaul says that I'm like, okay, that might be on a, a shelf that a lot of people aren't really reaching for. It's a great idea, but it's not very accessible. Right. This is like so accessible and so important. We all have that voice. Yeah. And we all are trying to figure out how to make we it go away. We know what she's away. talking about. Yeah. And we try to make it go away in some of the ways Sahara has tried to make it go away. Right. I mean, and it doesn't have to be that extreme. I have tried to make it go away any other, any, any number of ways. Yeah. And it hasn't worked. Right. And I think... Sometimes you have to try all those doors and discover they're all locked or they lead to rooms where it can still follow you in sure. before you say, okay, I guess this just lives in my house with me. Right. I need to talk to it. Every right. Then. But it's, it can be helpful for somebody who's further down the line to say, hey, get there when you get there. But just so you know, it's not going to go away. Right. I just yeah. like, don't it's be surprised. in your house. Yeah. Don't take it personally. The voice is coming from inside the yeah, house. Yeah. The calls are coming from yes. inside the house, <laughs> Mary. Yes. Um, ring, 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 ring. Right. Um, do you like scary movies? So Pandora, um, I love this moment with mm-hmm. the shimmy. Yes. Says, Have you ever done that before? Oh, let's do it. Let's right. do it. And she, they sing, put it on me, Mista. And first, I mean, and then she goes into the share voice. Yeah. And I was like, isn't that a share song? And it is. Oh. Put it on me is a song by share. It's just put it on me. Mista is not a lyric. That's oh. obviously a lyric in lady boy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, why did she? Oh, that's a share song. And it's a great share song. Oh, is it? Cause she called herself out. Like I went to share for some reason. It's like, <laughs> not for some reason. She, put it on me is a, yeah. share, it's a fabulous share song from the seventies. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, no, someone who knows a reference. Yeah. Um, um, know, and I also liked how he was talking about Pandora in the third person. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say. We've s- asked Pandora to push it more. Yeah. What I was going to say is I think that this is, we really see much like we talk about this all the time with Kim Chi, certain queens that Rue uses the kid gloves with. Right. And I just, I, I'm so drawn to when, because RuPaul can, can really tough love a lot of these queens. And I love highlighting when he shifts gears. Sure. And it's like, oh, I need to handle you a little more gently because there's brilliance in here. Yeah. But like, I need to be a little more gentle about it and I'm willing to. Yeah. I'm not going to just put the pressure of the competition on you. Right. So he's putting the pressure on the character. Yeah. And not. But the, he sees the, the, oh, the performer absolutely. underneath and yeah. how to talk to the performer. Yeah. To then go access the, the, the character. Right. Who, who obviously, you know, when when he, he comes across as a boy, I mean, it, he's, he does seem a little fragile, even yeah. though I don't think he is. No. But I mean, you know, things I, I think because, again, I mentioned that um, Amanda had some tea from the oh, sure. Pandora show that I think there was someone there was someone that maybe Amanda knew um, who knew Pandora. But basically, knew, like their their thoughts on Pandora was like, oh, my God, she is like. Like out of drag, he's like the shyest person oh, ever. Sweetheart. I know, yeah. Ugh, I know. Which I mean, this episode it makes so much sense. Yeah, to me. and I was so. There's proud. so many comedians that like are just not funny. In no, real life, and know? then you see them on stage. Yeah, and they put on that armor. Well, right. that's where like whatever they channel comes out yeah. in that place. Right. But I was really proud of Pandora this episode, knowing all of that. That she yeah. she yeah, she looked good. She did, and she did what she said she was going to do. She pushed herself out yeah. of her comfort zone, and she could have won the episode. She could have, and yeah. even if she wasn't perfect, it was like, wow, you really are pushing yourself right even if it does include air guitar right it didn't even look that hard yeah no i know you hate air guitar i just can't there are two things worse than air guitar air keyboard (laughs) and air saxophone (laughs) in that order air flute is on the list where are the bruce springsteen billy joel songs not my house okay so then rue announces uh, that we have an extra guest actually joining us mm-hmm. for the um, right the judging right because they know about Terry yes right but then of course they're gonna have Henry Rollins so manly 
I want to talk about that moment. Huge hands. Biggest crush on him was Raven. Yeah. And I want to talk about Tatiana because when she says he's so, and she kind of like, she kind of purses her lips a little bit like manly. To me, that read, and maybe this was just me putting my own thing in there. It was almost like, oh, it's not going to be just us girls. Oh. A little intimidated, a little threatened. Oh, okay. I didn't go there. I was just like, oh, they're all thirsty. Well, sure. Because I'm thirsty for Henry Rollins. Absolutely. I will say this. If you want to be turned off by Henry Rollins, watch him on Stephen Colbert. Oh, why is that? Recently, he did Carol of the Bells with Stephen Colbert. Uh And Stephen Colbert did it very kind of straight and hark how the bells sweet. And then... Hmm. Henry does this very, because he's sober, right. very sober version of Carol the Bells that's heavy metal rock. And it's um, everything you hate. Great. Great. <laughs> Can't wait. I mean, I like a, I like a vintage Henry Rollins anyway. Like oh, completely. 90s Henry oh Rollins. God, yeah. Like performing in like no shoes and like a pair of gym shorts and a tank top. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd like to believe he showered, but you know what it is. Yeah. It is, and you know, know, as someone who, as a straight man, uh, whenever you have somebody in the dominant, right, um, mm-hmm. helping out people in the LGBT community, I'm always thankful. Yeah. He's always been an activist for LGBT rights, which yeah. I think is fabulous. Well, I didn't know until and I haven't re-listened to it in I think since I first wa- listened to it but the episode of What's the Tea that he's on is they talk all about that Christmas album that I guess maybe or it was like a Christmas song he and Rue did together in like uh-huh. 1993 oh. and, and just that like Henry Rollins and I guess we'll talk about it a little bit later but what I like about him is I felt like this was a situation where no one in the room felt the need to feel threatened Oh, well, because, yeah, because he he's he's a cheerleader. He's great. Sure, but that's not something to be taken for granted. Right, that's I, right. I that's think, right. You yeah, know, when Cheyenne Jackson's in the room, I'm like, ugh, why is right. he here? Well, and especially for having... Or sp- or the absolute guy. Oh, well, Jeffrey Moran, I feel threatened ugh, for a number of reasons. God. Like, I literally feel threatened. I feel like I need to put on three more layers of pants when I'm around him. Right. I just, I, I just do not want to get in the car with him because I don't want to get yelled at on the way home again. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Yeah. Yeah, he would... He, yes, he says that later. It's awful. And I just, I will not... I cannot um, but I think especially having a straight man in the room which obviously Jeffrey is not um, it's that like Henry doesn't have to feel threatened like when Rue makes that joke later about like oh, oh, as wild it. as you yes. want like no one was threatened by that Henry wasn't yeah. Paul wasn't threatened by being a gay man making a suggestive right. joke to a straight man right. and so I think all that's very interesting what, what I was picking up from Tatiana and really kind of placing my own stuff in because that's what we do here at All Right Mary um, is when she's fe- when I sense her feeling almost a little intimidated it was that thing that I think we've talked about before with straight men of like I like I do this. I I don't want to pathologize this, but I do this of like wanting to impress the straight guy that I'm like. Oh, sure. Uh, that that I'm a cool gay. Guy. Yeah, I'm a cool a mom. It, I'm a cool mom. Yeah, it's, I'm a cool gay. Yeah, it's 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 so important that he didn't do the coaching with Terry Nunn because yes. of that reason. Yes. Um. But yeah, I right. I would just talk to him drunkenly at a party and yeah. smile and touch my hair a lot. Right. Um, but I want him to think, oh, for, for and this is very reductive, but for a gay guy, you're really cool actually. Right. I mean, and that's like the worst thing a straight person can say to you, but mm-hmm. like, or not the worst. Sorry. Yeah. One of, I've heard one a few of the, worse. One of yeah. the terrible things. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, the implicit homophobic kind of things to say. Yeah. Um. But uh. yeah, I would want him to you know 
I want his approval. Yeah, I would want him to talk about sex with me. I'd yeah. want him to talk about sports with me. I'd mm-hmm. want you know, I'd want him to think that I that he could call me up on the phone, and at that maybe he, and yeah, see if you're up. Well, maybe sure. he could. You know, when 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 he comes over, he could like he's like I need to change. You know, and he just oh, changes. Yeah. And because you're all, you're all guys here, it's fine. Yeah, and but like, he knows that I'm gay. But he's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're cool. You're a cool gay. I can yeah, play with yeah, the door yeah. open. It's fine. Right, yeah. and he would, yeah. and he would. <laughs> and we should move on. <laughs> we should um, move on. But I mean, I think that I would just want to make him laugh. Oh, for sure. To yeah. me, that's like yeah, that's the jackpot he was so of validation. Sweet. Anyway, so, yeah. so we go into these coaching sessions with Terry Nunn. Did you have anything that uh, stood out to you as I mean, interesting? You know, she's at a ten. Um, oh yeah, she's at a ten. But I did, I did really appreciate. There was this repeated idea of like, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to commit. Right. Like it's okay that you're not a good singer. Right. Like, just it, commit. Just commit. Just show up. Just like do it anyway. Right. And this to me almost felt like it was it was reminiscent of this was actually great advice because this was in line with a lot of what RuPaul says of like you got to just you know take that energy and just commit to this moment yeah. like no one is asking you to be perfect I'm just asking you to like try it right and just like give it your all right and I thought that that was really important you know, don't do too much you know you don't have to you don't have to do anything different you don't have to do yeah. anything special and you know, do how, your craft and make it great. Yeah, and that's like we've seen how many queens have we seen won this show? Not because they were perfect, right? You know, like Jinx wasn't perfect, right? Bianca she, wasn't. Bianca perfect. wasn't perfect. Yeah. Um, I Sasha Valora, I can't find a single flaw. But no, obviously, oh, like please. she she wasn't perfect, right? But like the commitment to their drag was complete and thorough. Oh yeah, and I feel like that goes like that's like having fun. It it goes a really long way right and if you if we are gonna find a silver lining in tyra's performance i mean she did just commit and she did her drag I'll which give her was that. to having fun and and being beyonce yeah i mean she definitely was like fine then i'm gonna just give you a show right and i mean i'll give her that and she had immunity so she, she had immunity so it didn't really fucking matter you know and that's all i wrote with tyra i was like she has immunity i have nothing else to say oh yeah um i loved how when raven came out Ty- uh terry nunn's voice went up two octaves when she said hi Oh God, Terry was. Ju- I mean, just it was pretty unprofessional, actually. It was if like, she was going to be a judge later. I'm like, yeah. girl. It was sort of like at first it was kind of cute, and then I was just like, okay. All it right. reminded me a little bit of like the straight girl at the club being That's, like, oh my God, I wish you were straight. Yeah. You know, which is a compliment, fine. Sure, and it very, comes from an uh, okay place. Mm-hmm. It, it would be like me telling a straight man, oh, I wish you were gay. You know, right, right. But um, it, it it comes off a little as uh, just a little amateur hour. It, it's very girl. basic. Yeah, it, it it's a little extra and a little basic at yeah. the same time. Um, <laughs> and Raven obviously like oh, blows his head up. He's basically I blew her out of her seat. I'm right, like, really? Right, because Raven just needs to be told he's the best. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. so maybe she knew that, you know? Right. I mean, for whatever reason, yeah. Um, of course, you know, we we get to see a glimpse of Pandora's air guitar, which I will just continue to mention because. <laughs> I just I there are a few there are things that I just you there are things in this world. Everybody, please tweet Colin at All Right Mary gifts of people doing air guitar. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. If it's you doing an air guitar, special points blocked. <laughs> Not true. I will unblock you. Oh, um, like if I could get you know, there's there's that moment in season seven where Michelle says something to Mrs. Kasha Davis about it. like she looks like she just pulled off this got this dress from Cache and Kasha Davis goes clocked and I want to just change that <laughs> to say blocked. blocked. Anytime somebody sends me air guitar gifts. Oh no, it's fabulous. Do it. 
Um, so, you know, the one thing I, I did want to talk about was Sahara. And again, Terry, why didn't Terry Nunn tell her, don't scream? Like, don't, don't do know. that. You know, I, what I, you re- have to be able to say, like, that sounds bad. Yeah. Like, that's also very good constructive advice. It's like, okay, I won't do that. Yeah. That choice, not a good one. Right. You know, I wonder how much the producers were like, don't Just interfere. Do yeah. Don't give good advice. Don't say don't do. Right, right. We need her to keep doing this. <laughs> and it's unfortunate because there are there are elements of this episode that are mercilessly repeated. And it's Terry feeling her oats when she's talking to Juju B. She's like, Yeah, like when she's out with oh, your girl, she's like, yeah. yeah. And like we see that clip like four times. <laughs> we through this course of this episode in, in terms of previews and different moments, we see Sahara's high note like four times. Too many times. Um I have labeled these criminims, okay. which are in the his house. Yes. For Shiz Boy. For Shiz Boy. These are criminims. These are criminims. criminims. Okay. Hashtag criminim. Hashtag criminims. So cringy moments are criminims. Criminims. Things okay. that get things that get repeated over and over. In the hizzy for Shiz in Boy. The, in the his house for Shiz Boy. Hizzy for Shiz Boy? And maybe it's hizzy. Maybe you're right. Criminims in the in hizzy the hi- for Shiz Boy. Oof. Yep, that hits the cringes. I'm yep, there. it's the hizzies. Um, you know, I also want to say something that really bothered me was when Terry Nunn went up there for Tati and was like, this is, this is, this is you. Useless. I'm going to do this. You know, teachers do this all the time. And sometimes it, sometimes it makes sense when it's like a dancer. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I was like, actually, yep. we don't have a mirror right now. So I'm just going to show you what it looks like. That makes sense. Or an actor is like, actually, it looks like this. And yeah. I don't think you're realizing like, like, that. Like a piece of blocking. But yeah. Tatiana knew exactly what it, what she looked like. She knew exactly what she sounded like. And she couldn't get out of her head. Yeah. She didn't need Terry to get up there and literally mock her. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was uh, so she know it was like, stop. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I thought that Terry- and Tatiana was sitting there like, oh, right. I, I, I know it's like I know she's been in detention since she was in first grade right she knows exactly how this goes right she right. knows what's going on right exactly. she used to go to detention on purpose yeah I, exactly I feel like she just she knows she does not need Terry to show her something that she knows very well right this is um, hard for people and yeah. I think Terry kind of like missed the whole backstory of Queens yeah I think that when she said and I hope she said this to Tatiana but she says kind of in her own talking head you know Tatiana has decided she can't sing and that's important to oh, mention yeah. she's well, decided and, and clearly Terry did good things with Tatiana that maybe we didn't see because Tatiana turned it and said like I slept on all the things that, that she said right the other good advice actually I heard came from Raven mm-hmm. when Raven said you know there's two verses and choruses all you have to do is memorize the two choruses and and, uh two verses and a chorus yeah and get over it yeah and it's like yep just memorize it and just do it yeah it yeah get over it girl to quote shea coulee it's a seven word chorus i mean it's not (laughs) but but i well to quote uh latrice real you good god girl get a grip sure come on just do it just do it and i know that's really hard when you have that that loud voice it gets so loud um you know the one thing i wanted to mention uh, that this made me think of, and of course, you know, I've been talking about this with Tyra, is is Tatiana the Valentina of season two? She's young, she's kind of new. Well, and I know why you're saying, I mean, there's there's an ele- element of Rebecca's glass cock in this episode mm-hmm. where she kind of just shows up with girl clothes on, mm-hmm. and there's not really a performance about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems just like a gender illusion. Right. And that's when I started to hear the argument that Tatiana is doing girl and she's not doing drag. Mm-hmm. And I get I get that. Um, I, I, I get the delineation. Yeah. Like she's sh- like there is more that she could probably do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's relying on. Well, I look fucking hot. And right. she did. She did. 
Yeah. Yeah. B O D Y. Um, I so I I mention that because I I I just love this idea that there are these like tiny connections and what we see in this episode we see in Untucked we see an identical moment to season nine where I'm jumping ahead but where Raven basically says the same thing about Tatiana that Aja is saying about Valentina. She's like, she could go out on stage. She goes out there and they a pair love of it. stretch pants and a wife beater. And they're like, oh my God, you're amazing. Yeah. But, and and I'm, so I'm not saying they're the exact same kind of queen, but it's that queen who it's like, why, are, too pretty. why are you getting away with this? They're when too pretty. I don't think you should. Oh, okay. And it, it's pretty, but it's also like, it's also the sense of like you're not experienced enough. You haven't earned right. your oh, there's, spot. Oh, yeah, here. exactly. Earning the spot. Yeah, that that came back in season mm-hmm. nine with Valentina. Yeah, Absolutely. where if, like the queens in the room decide what it takes to win this competition. Because for a while in in Drag Race, the queens that were too experienced went home first. Sure, sure. They were out of touch. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, there's a sweet spot of having enough experience and still being malleable and young, but sure. not too much experience and and considered set in. In your ways, right? Though I mean, and I would argue that I'm sure there are a lot of season well, Peppermint queens. is a is a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, right. season queens who are willing to adapt. Yeah, um, you know, and then there's season queens who don't like Bianca, who doesn't necessarily adapt, but under the umbrella of her drag is able to. I think she knew that she had to like be nice and yeah. show the nice side, right? But that was fact, something she mentioned. Yeah, and and that she could still look like and feel like Bianca, which is a very distinct type of drag right. in every little challenge. Right. You Don't know? pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, so then we hear this lovely kind of idea from Sahara. Yeah. We are um, our sort of clip of the week. Clip moment. of the week moment. Um, um, I loved when Jessica zipper breaks and she talks about how her corset explode. And, you know, I loved also seeing Tyra help her. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that, but like, Again, like, this episode is a real turning point for Tyra. Um, and I thought about this more during Untucked, but I was like, oh, now I'm not having as hard of a time watching Tyra move towards victory. Yeah. Now in I'm a kinda, sense. I, I'm feeling better about it. I'm even, I'm very curious to see when we get to the next episode. What the next one is the, the, the reading, uh, the, the books, the book challenge. Yeah. yeah. And like the makeover. I feel like, I'm I'm keeping an eye on Tyra now to see how she's evolved. Yeah. And if she's kept her word, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um but yeah, I uh one of the things the squirrel friends mentioned in their episode is <laughs> Juju does this little like like little, like weird crab dance across the workroom like right before they cut to the main stage. Like she's clearly feeling her oats. She's doing her she's damn scales yeah. earlier. She's oh, sure. being that girl. Yeah, right, like, right, oh, right, I should right. do my scales. Um, I don't even know if that's the term. Um, I'm just holding a note over here. But Oh my God. Um, die. But yes, her little happy dance. Was, Go play in traffic. <laughs> <Yeah>. Drop dead. <laughs> beep, beep, Jeff. Um, um, the next note I have is Henry Rollins. I'll let you be real wild. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was so funny, and Rue played it so well. Yeah, it was so great. Oh, born to be wild. You yeah. know, Merle has her beret on, and she's being real wild. Oh, she's being real wild. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She is uh, nobody. You know, she's like, I don't care what any stylist says. I'm gonna put it on. I'm right. Like, that's wild of you, Merle. Yeah, that's great. You sent your niece to Hot Topic to go shopping for you. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I yeah, mean, it would be her niece. It right? would be, of course. <laughs> always an auntie, never a mother. Always an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be an auntie. Oh um, God. 
so uh, yeah and of course Rue looked great I feel like this is kind of like an iconic Rue look I feel like I've seen this look maybe I've seen clips from this episode so many times but just like the huge hair and oh yeah um, yeah it was, just, it was a great look you know the next stuff I want to talk about is actually not necessarily about the performances I mean we can talk briefly about them if you have anything but um, tiny no- notes yeah what I was so distracted by was the actual scene like the actual um, what was going on in this room right mm-hmm. so there was obviously a track yeah, with like backing vocals. Yes, yeah. but there were people pretending to play m- music in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then you had about 10 to 12 interns standing around screaming for oh, Lady Boy God. seven times in a row. Right. And I wonder if they were getting paid for it. Right. Okay? And what were their notes? Like, were their notes to like bob their heads back mm-hmm. and forth, finger wag? Like, right. I, just keep the energy up, guys. Well, I think that, you know, I've heard of for certain events and whatnot, there are like event performers who go to play the audience sure and their job is just to fill the audience and show lots of enthusiasm and and i think there were like 12 of them there well and then if you think about it it's like everything looks so much bigger on tv than it really is like oh yeah so i bet if you like if if we ever had the golden opportunity to see the actual set of drag race it would look so so small small and like silly right and and so there's that element too of like oh my god like this is even more so than season one. You know what yeah. I mean? Because season one, it was like, there's oh, only. You're in a hotel room. There was only so much <laughs> lipstick they could put on that pig. You know what oh I mean? Oh, my God. But it was still oinking. But this, it was just like, oh, God. You know, like one. If they move the camera one inch one way, you're like, oh, I can see all the seams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're no, barely creating this illusion. It, it was. It, it's just interesting to think about the scene that way because I. Because then I went to like how much how much authenticity are they really willing to to give up for this scene? Because you're right. you're, you're Henry Rollins and you're Terry Nunn watching this. You're like, okay, after a second, you just have to be like, all right, this right. is uncomfortable. Right, let's root for these queens as queens and not as like how good they are. Like, because it came up very quickly that that they, this was uncomfortable. They weren't cheering to like. Because they were getting their life, it was like encouragement. It was, it was encouragement. Like, if I throw this at you, you'll absorb it. Yeah, and they had to it. be into it and had mm-hmm. to do all of that. They were all playing a scene right. in this rock show, right? That was all in quotes, which is very Drag Race too. But sure. I don't know if they meant it this way. But it was all very in quotes. It was like rocker in quotes. Mm-hmm. And I, there's a charm to that, but there's also this kind of like confusion. And I'm just like, oh my god, Jessica Wilde, you did a lot better than you know you probably should have. Yeah, but, but I think- when Tyra comes on the stage, that's when I felt it the most. I'm like, okay, this seems like a scene at like a class presentation mm-hmm. in a classroom where all the students play the rock band and they're pretending. Right. And they're doing it for a grade. Yeah, absolutely. And and the fact that you know, Tyra was getting any enthusiasm from anybody at the judges table or in the audience oh my God. did not feel accurate at all. Right. Um, I mean, I thought Jessica, I, I thought what she did well and com- I mean, she just committed. She didn't she let was, the awkwardness distract she her. She was which totally I think was great. present yeah. in, in the situation and that worked. I think that, you know, where Pandora excelled was just nerve of just like, I'm just going to keep going. Right. And you could see the seams. It didn't matter. Yeah. Sahara coming out, it's almost like she looked out and was like, this is so uncomfortable and yeah. screamed. I kind of, if she didn't do that, because she mentions, I think, in Untucked that like that threw her off a little bit. Right. That if she cut that, like maybe she would have been able to like channel oh, something, you know? God. You know, the T-A-T-I, let me hear you say, was very, uh, an echo of... Um, say it with me What you see Oh my god Is it always the truth Yeah Which is one of my favorite moments From All Stars 2 Oh yeah that is It's the same Tatiana Yeah 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 oh, Say that's it not... with me Say it with me Yeah 
You and then and RuPaul I says both. it. Yes, no, and then yes, Ru- yes. Oh, no, but I love from All Stars 2 is RuPaul kind of says it like she's not sure of all the words. Oh. Like towards the end, she kind of just marble mouth. Like, is it no Yeah, is it no Right. I mean, you know, I mentioned before that like I remember liking Raven's performance a lot more than I well, really it was, do. Well, it, it finally did something different where she like yells at the end, like all of these names and you can't have this lady girl. And I'm like, okay, at least it's different than the other five sure. times that this audience just saw it, which is kind of a smart move. Yeah. But it's like how many contrived rock and roll phrases can Raven fit into a two minute performance? I know. Well, and I also just felt like Raven, I'm like, whereas I was, drawn by Jessica's performance not so much by, by the performance but by the energy and of like wanting her to do well and liking her like at this point I am super subjective I am partial yeah whereas I just I don't like her I don't yeah, like yeah. Raven yeah. I don't like her yeah. so I'm just kind of like not willing to root for her yeah I get that and like give her anything right well she's just such a bully right now I don't yeah. have any kind of love her I mean I you know I, I will take that back I love her makeup sure sure I love her makeup mm-hmm. I don't mind her looks I think she looked great in the bride challenge she's had a lot of great looks no one's saying she's not a talented queen I just don't like I don't like David right you know yeah. um, I don't like him I don't like him yeah, he's a child he's a child <laughs> I love that one of our our Marys on Twitter like isolated that. Oh like, yeah, Nicole was like, I played it way too many. Yeah, times. too many times. Um, Tyra was unwatchable. Yeah, the, the, I can't believe RuPaul loved the Exorcist moment. Like it was just so weird when she did that back then. It was Ugh, just, like, I know, so creepy. I'm so glad they cut to Henry Rollins. Just like, just like, what? Yeah, are you doing? Yeah, like he I was, just he was certainly it. the adult in the room. He was the he was the only reasonable person in that room. Oh, <laughs> um, and then oh Juju. Yeah, no, then she dropped, so, she dropped the ball. So tell me the tea. So here's the tea, and all of this credit goes to Amanda at Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour. You guys should totally go listen to the full episode. Um, but she, so she had gone to this Pandora box show, and Pandora was very selective about the story she told. And I'm paraphrasing here, but apparently, uh, before they all went on stage, they all had a drink, and you know, absolute provided a you know a little warm up. Okay. Well, Juju had her drink, and then she finished everyone else's drinks, and then I think there was a some sort of bottle on display that she also managed. I think it was this that could have been another season, another queen. But in any event, she got herself wasted. Oh and wow! And that's why she fucked up the performance. They, of course, much like last week with the Tyra Tati fight, yeah, they they've got the footage. But yeah. but I think absolute was like you are not showing a queen overindulging on your sponsors right. oh there you go so they, oh i love that absolute oh yeah i know they do that later <laughs> later which is so funny you want, it's such, a, you want uh, a martini with absolute with absolute yeah, yeah. it's such an illusion to the next episode oh yeah right yeah right, right, i love right, right. this drink which oh, is just, i love that i say yeah I, I love this drink um <laughs> but and so uh yeah so so juju was completely wasted oh. and that was why the performance was such a bomb oh. um and there's some other little bit of tea later we'll talk about but uh it is a shame it, it's yeah. unfortunate because this was really her challenge to win and she right. knew that right um but man did it open up like some drama oh, oh yeah floodgates yeah. floodgates yeah. yeah you know i just my last kind of thing on the runway the whole presentation like again it felt like this classroom presentation or like community theater presentation in rehearsal mm-hmm. um where there really was no performance it was just like presented at the end to show progress yeah or to show their work mm-hmm. and so like in very much in terry nunn's account 
I mean, she was like the teacher screaming and cheering on her kids. Yeah. Right. And, and she just reminds me of like one of those people that gets like too much into the world and forgets about the standard. Yeah. And mm-hmm. is like, will okay a tire performance or will okay a Tatiana performance because she knows the student. She's like, oh no, but you're doing great. Right. And so every single time she cheered, I just kind of saw that life coach. Yeah. Um, like there wasn't the objectivity that was needed right, to really just, judge these girls. It was very school as fuck, if you will. That yeah, is an interesting interpretation of school as fuck. Yeah. Certainly she was her own version. She was a teacher school as fuck. Right, yeah, right. It was like, yeah. oh my God. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean I don't have tons of notes on the critiques except no. that of course we get the the extended version on Untucked, but just one of my favorite Sahara quotes is like, I don't know what you want from me, Merle. I'm just a girly girl. Just a girly girl. I want that yeah. on a tote bag. And that's true. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's in the Untucked. She's like, I had the microphone. I pulled a scarf out of my ass. I don't more you want from me, Miss Merle. Yeah. It's when she calls her Miss, Miss Merle, Merle that I just live for. Yeah, scarf out of her ass. Out of my ass. I don't more you want from me, Miss Merle. Yeah, I get it. I totally get that frustration. Right. Um, it's just oh, it's, it's, such a it's good like quote. when she knew she was going home. It's like she got the thing under the door. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. It was just like I'm done. And right. And I could imagine like that has to be really frustrating that like, right. It's almost like, okay, I'm, I don't have any power here. Yeah. And, yeah. and every, every thing that you're asking me to do, I think I'm doing it. Right. And at the end of the day, maybe Sahara just wasn't excelling this at the same rate as the other Queens. Yeah. And that's also a hard truth is like, Oh, I'm, I'm the middle of the pack. I mean, the race gets really tight. Yeah. And right, there's right. a lot. And we of, realize that at the end. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a lot of Queens who, they're really good or they have other stories to keep playing out right 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 right. or you're you're a tyra and got immunity on all of the challenges that you flubbed right right which brings me into like immunity's over now Mm -hmm. after this episode so jessica wilde doesn't get immunity unfortunately right right which it's like all right but it also makes sense like you're down to the top six yeah like you really should no i get that but it's also like had Tyra not had immunity, I mean, she would have lip synced so many more times. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This episode, she definitely would have lip synced. Yeah. I think it would have been. I think it would have been against Juju, just because, like, right? Because she it really got drunk, w- and, she, yeah. and it really was the second worst performance, right. or one of the worst. Um, and I think Juju would have still won. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my we'll god. We'll get to that in a Nuance, moment. Mary, oh, drink. Uh, um. Yeah. So. I mean, do you want to talk about it now? I mean, oh, I guess we are there. Yeah, we are there. there. Um, I mean, Jujubee even did vibrato with her mouth. I mean, that's it was nuanced. brilliant, and it's all about that one shot. Well, I went with the hand. Oh, of course, the, the close up. Every time, Smile. every yes, every time I see that, what it reminds me of. There's this fabulous gif, and it's funny. It's from the same. I mean, she looked like a drunk girl singing sultry on the floor, writhing around. It kind of like fit. She had tears in her eyes. Like yeah. she didn't look that polished. I was like, this is perfect. It was perfect. So, so what I was saying before is that the it's from the same from that uh, RuPaul Palooza episode. Oh, I have the same reaction to Juju be doing that. That. Um, when Shangela does a death drop in that lip sync, oh, they cut fabulous. to Michelle like touching her chest. Right. And I always have the exact same reaction to when Juju when they cut to Juju in that one close up because it's so fucking good. Yes, it's so it's iconic. It's Jujube. iconic. Yeah, it people know Juju because of this. Yeah. It is probably one of my favorite micro moments. Right, from all of Drag Oh, it's Race. a great gift. It's yeah. a great gift. No, it's fabulous. It's so, oh, it's I everything. Mean, even when the song started, she just kind of like curled into herself. Yeah, and was like oh my god, and all of that messy. All that drunk messiness is what is what worked for her, her. What worked for her and what Sahara was lacking. Oh yeah, she wasn't able to let go. She was. And she was. Yeah. I mean, to be a ballerina in that moment, mm-hmm. ballerinas are controlled 
every inch of their bodies. Yeah. And it's like, we don't want to see that. That's not what this is about. There's, and it's, I think it's right before that iconic moment. There's this one moment where Sahara kind of like, it always sticks with me that she kind of like, you see her set up and do a move. Like she kind of puts her foot down and then she spins uh-huh. and it feels way too, it's such a, a, a dichotomy of how structured Sahara is and then just how like perfectly messy Jujubee is. Right, right. It reminds me of a Chi-Chi versus Thorgy or um, a Laganja versus, who was it, Mariah? Uh, Gila. Jocelyn? Latrice? Oh, oh you, oh, you said Laganja. Oh, my bad. Oh, oh, Latrice against Kenya. Oh, Kenya. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, right, where it's just like, it was so, but in that case, what was interesting was Latrice's being controlled that made her Okay, win. right, right, right. And, right, this, right. But, and I guess it just goes to show you, in some situations, it just depends. it's about control, and in some situations, it's about letting go of control. Yeah, there are some queens that know, like, for instance, Peppermint in the finale, like, she knew when to release all of her yep. reveals. Right. Right, whereas... Um, who she went up against Trinity uh, Trinity it was too quick yeah that she just like unraveled the whole thing yeah and then beginning. you have you have a Shea Coulee versus Sasha and it's like Sasha knew exactly the moments that she was going to do the one two three right and then Shay realized she showed up to the finale with no tricks up her sleeve well and you know uh, as many people that uh, criticize Sasha's win it's like you don't need to do tricks to win a lip sync and you know so there's also that argument but too. you gotta do something <laughs> The I shade, know. I, the shay of it all, the shay of it well, all. Well, and as Alaska in that rap says, it's like she won four challenges and then the finale. Yeah, right. Well, you know, and I and I stand by. I'm only fine with it because the one I wanted to win won. Okay, there you I'm go. I'm not going to act all like. Right, I right. mean, I still argue that it is. All right, Miss Merle. All right, Miss Merle. But I'm not going to act like I don't got some skin in the game. The one I wanted to win won. Yeah, and the one I wanted to win in this episode won too. Juju B won it. Absolutely. And you know that was the last of Sahara. It was you know it was kind of eerie and sad when she says I have big things in store. Mm-hmm. It was just very sad knowing in retrospect that that uh, that she would be gone yeah i like that rue said you know it comes to the point where i have to say goodbye to my best girls right, right. i think that's a very Beautiful big compliment, compliment yeah, you know yeah that's kind of like and you know i always bring this up was when rue paul right. says to a queen i love I you i love you I, yeah if i have to go home on she, season 11 what she I want says to carmen to say carrera I love you. right exactly what she says to carmen carrera is beautiful in season three oh, i don't remember that oh i don't know her <laughs> i don't know her no she uh she just talks about how she i mean she loves her yeah. Wow, I'll have to, I'll yeah. have to go. I, that um, is not a sentiment I I share. Okay. Um, um, untucked, um, you know, Jessica asking for the absolute. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't breathe. She feels wild. Where's my absolute vodka? Right. Um, uh, most of my notes, because I mean, there was we kind of saw extended performances, and we saw they're kind of reacting after their performances. I, of course, jumped to the meat of the matter. Yeah, I, I Let's didn't. Do it. I didn't understand why. They kept Juju be isolated in the other room. I realized she may have wanted to be alone, but this is untalked Mary. Right. And you're crying. And like, it was just very strange that we were seeing her interacting with a producer off screen. And when it was like, oh, we could have this with the other girls. And especially because, like, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love this stuff. I love talking through tears. I love yeah, the that, eyelash heard around the world. Yeah. You know? It's like, just like, oh my God. Right? Like, this is my emotional porn. I love this. At the same time, there's that part of me that's like, she's sitting here crying. crying about her father. Crying about how she just needs some support. There's there's yeah. six other girls in yeah, there in the room who would love to support her in this moment. Right. And I that, to me, felt like... Ugh. But aren't there so many moments, Colin, when all you want is support and yet you won't reach out to anybody? Or that it just isn't there, right? right, right and exactly. and that you just have the to people be like, that you love don't love you back, yeah. right? And that you just have to kind of sit there and like, okay, well, what do I do when I don't have anyone else 
to pick me up right now. Yeah. You know, and what broke my heart was talking when she was just talking about how she wanted her dad there um, and her, yeah. her father was always supporting her. And, you know, it, it reminds me just of of grief in general. Right. Mm-hmm. When when how do you live with a void? And it goes back to what RuPaul was saying in the sense of like that voice. Mm-hmm. The void will always be there. Yeah. And you just kind of have to you, you can't fill it. Because yeah. it's it's you're not gonna be able to fill that void. It's a so you just have to pit. live with it and grow around it, mm-hmm. and you know, strengthen everything else around it to make sense of that void. Mm-hmm. Because it's not gonna disappear. No. And so when she's saying she needs someone to root for her, she needs someone to take care of her, she needs someone to hold her hand. She has to learn how to deal with that void herself mm-hmm. and hold her own hand and yep. support herself mm-hmm. and root for herself because that's all she's got, right? And that's all what every at the end of the day, that's all what we all want. Right, mm-hmm. and, but we have to learn how to do that. For I mean, ourselves. It, it ties back to if you can't love yourself, yeah, exactly. Love anybody else, exactly. and like this is in a way. I mean, I see that side of it too, of like putting Juju be in isolation here. And I'm not saying this was the objective, but if we're going to look at it through this lens, putting her in that situation was a real growth moment of like, yeah, okay, um, you know, you have to parent yourself yeah, through this pacify. moment. Yeah, right. yeah, you have to like carry yourself through that. And right. the moments I've had in my life where I have been that down and out and my lashes were on the floor, happens to the best of us, and there was no one there to pick me up. It was like at some point you have to say, okay, all I got is me, but that's actually not bad. That's actually a lot. And now I'm discovering how much that is. Right. And that's huge. I mean, that's a huge moment. And I mean, if we want to look at the narrative that like she discovered that and then came out and did that fucking lip sync, it's like, oh, yeah, I could live for that story. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like what what kind of brought her out was, you know, thinking what would her father say if he was next to her? You Mm -hmm. know, he would hug me. He would pat me on the head. He would say next time. And all that may be true, but it's Jujubi that was doing that for herself. Absolutely. Oh, all she is is just kind of like she's creating that for herself so that she can then draw inspiration from that. Right. It's really, really interesting. Um. I don't remember the whole all the details, but one of the things Amanda had mentioned from the tea that Pandora spilled is that apparently at some point in all of this, I don't know when, because it's weird because we do see Juju be putting on her own makeup, but I think some of this may have been refilmed a little bit, um, that apparently at some point Juju B just collapsed on the floor. Oh. And was just like, I'm going to go home. She was like, oh, she was fucking done. Oh, wow. And the other queens, it kills me that we get to see this. Because the image in my head is great that they all basically gathered around and like 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 Cinderella's birds and squirrels. Mm. They like brought her back together right. and redid her makeup and put on her oh, wig. That's and that's beautiful. why you notice when she goes back out to do the lip sync, her makeup's very different. Yeah, and it's because they all did it for oh her. Oh my god! Which I'm just like, oh, I I like I oh my god, can't believe beautiful. we didn't get that. Oh, season two, you wouldn't get that. I know, but oh, it just it would have been so great. Yeah. To see all of that. Um, yeah, I could have done less with the screaming and more with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, I didn't need to see all the recaps of the queens coming back from their performance and having a drink. I was like, no, give me yeah. more juju right. drama. Right. Um, of course, the the music that's playing when she's when she's crying about her dad um, and crying about wanting support. It's one of my favorite RuPaul's Drag Race music cues. It's probably most known. I don't even hear it. Oh, yeah. It's it. It's most known from Roxy Andrews' bus stop breakdown confession. Oh. Um, it's this great plinky sort of a very, very six feet under kind of music cue. It's great. Cool. Uh, um, 
I I also wanted to mention um, somewhere I have in my notes just that I have Sahara talking about Martha Graham. Oh, the old white lady. She's an old dead white woman, and she kind of pauses. She's like, oh, she's a pioneer of modern dance. Right, pioneer of modern dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it was like, I mean, okay, I'll give her that. Yeah, but like, exactly. she's an old dead white woman. Right, right, right. Not a total insult, but like, <laughs> yeah, but, not what she was going okay, for. Okay, she's a pioneer of modern dance. Yeah. I thought that was really funny um, to kind of lift us out of Jujube a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have much else uh, except the lip sync was great and that I'm ready to, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a, a better episode, to be honest. I guess the only things I just wanted to say, I mean, I already mentioned about Raven kind of coming for Tati's look and how that reminded me of Aja and Valentina. The other thing I wanted to mention, because it's very timely with All-Stars 3, Trixie's very much known for her doing like a RuPaul impression. Like, uh, you know, in this challenge, your denim look was more of a denim. Oh, and, and Tyra does Tyra does yeah. it. And I was like, okay, right. Tyra. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. that was... That was kind of cool. Yeah, the flame. Yeah, I was like, oh. The burning flame. I, I, I was like, has Trixie seen this? Because this is like the original. Uh. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so that, I think that was everything. Uh, oh, what's back here? Uh. I know you're like, you can't believe you're Well, I want to move on from this episode. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, all I want, all, all I have to say is, oh, I guess that's everything. I guess we've talked about it all. Um, yeah. I think that's everything I've said for this episode. So we'll just cut that part out. Um, uh, we won't cut it out. We'll just keep going. Just keep it natural, baby. Yeah, Mary. I mean, if you want to talk about like moving on from this episode, the things I'm looking forward to is, uh, as I said before, about Tyra, if she's going to continue or being like this or if she's going to be a bitch again. Um, I'm interested to see how... Um, Raven potentially changes okay. next episode. She, yeah. she, this is their first win is next episode. Yeah, I want to see why Jessica goes home. Um, yeah. And Pandora. I mean, they're, these are two star queens that I'm like, actually, they, they were doing pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, Jessica won this episode. So I think that'll be interesting. Um, obviously, the Golden Gals episode is coming up, which I think is going to be fabulous. That one I'm looking forward to even more than the next one. Okay. Because yeah. the yeah. next one is the book challenge. And right. And it's the Golden Gals. Right. Um, yeah. I, I just think that there is um, there's sort of character- this is Jeffrey Moran episode next episode. Oh no! Yeah, because oh. they have to do uh, an interview uh, and 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 you know name drop. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to get so. a Thorazine drip for that yeah, episode. It gives me such anxiety. So if you want to talk about, um, maybe we could do, move on to a segment we might like to call Reddit on Reddit. Reddit on Reddit. Um, but maybe we don't have anything on Reddit, and we just want to talk about some adjacent drag things. Yeah, Reddit on Reddit is really just kind of like news. It's um, really just like. Stuff I watched um, some of Dragula and I watched the first episode of season two Mm -hmm. and uh, I have to tell you it's a it's a very different show it's it's very much a different aspect of drag it's very costumey it's it reads very cosplay Mm -hmm. and so much artistry like so much performance yeah and so much extra and I do have to say though that I was I watched the the runway which they call the Oh man, now I don't even remember. But they call it something else. The presentation. Yeah, there's different like yeah different yeah. isms. Yeah. So they um so I'm watching the runway and I'm like oh my god that bitch is slaying oh my god look at she's bleeding oh my god oh my god is that is that her snatch that's ripped open oh my god it's so bloody this is crazy, and then you go to the judging and all the ones that I loved. The judges didn't love. Oh wow! So I was like, oh, I'm totally missing the aesthetic here, right. and like, what's like, uh, it's totally beyond me. So I guess I have to keep watching it to kind of like get more of a feel for things, right? Although I I didn't watch those spooky eliminations that they do. Yeah, the extermination. I don't. I haven't watched any of those. Yeah. Um. If there are any Marys that think that I need to watch it, tell me to watch it. But if it's not like 
pleasant. Yeah. You know, just because I watched the one from the first episode of season one. And that's not happening for me. It wasn't fun. That's not happening yeah. for me. Um, um, so, and I've also watched um, every episode that I could for free on Fusion TV of Shade Queens of New York. Yeah. Which I have to say is a fantastic um, documentary. There's a okay. lot of political stuff uh, spoken about it. These queens are really adorable, no, especially Britta Filter. I was going to say, don't say any queens' names because we have a feature coming up. You might not want to give any spoilers of New York Queens. Oh, I didn't realize we had a feature coming up. The Kimchi Challenge. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. And not, I don't yes. want to like, I don't want to yuck your yum, but okay, maybe you want to like. Okay, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so Shade, Queens of New York. I would watch it. It's um, You can watch the first three episodes for free on okay. Fusion TV. And they're about twenty minutes long, mm-hmm. and um, they're really adorable. Uh, and you kind of you kind of see these artists at work here, mm-hmm. um, and it's another way to see the artists behind the drag. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also get to see some cool videos that they make for the show. Yeah. And um, you know, Chelsea Pierce is adorable. Give me all and these Mar- names. Oh, sorry. What are you doing? Sorry, Mary. Um, so is this reminiscent of like the Queens of New York, like little web series that came yes, out? Yes, like but 10 it's years much ago? better produced. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, that was a little low it's, budget. Uh, oh, God. It's, yeah, it's so great. Yeah. And it's so New York, too. And they're mm-hmm. not mean necessarily. They, they, they criticize other queens that are mean, mm-hmm. which if you watch it, you'll, you'll understand. I can get into that. Um, so it's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention was that I noticed on Twitter that Kim Chi tweeted out that if you don't know your if you don't know 10 local queens, then that means you're a drag race fan and not a drag fan. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, damn, I need to take this challenge. I absolutely need to take this challenge. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, I don't want to uh, steal the thunder from some of our other Marys, but I, I wrote them down. I'm not going to read them now. Mm-hmm. Um, I far surpassed 10, which made me feel really good. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I know some local queens. Right. Um, but I wanted to um, extend the challenge to our Marys. Mm-hmm. And perhaps on Twitter, uh, you can hashtag kimchi challenge. And you can either at or you can just list 10 Local queens, can yeah. you pass the kimchi challenge? Can yeah. you pass the kimchi challenge, Colin? Can I pass the kimchi challenge? You gave me like three already, so I can pass the kimchi Ten challenge. Ten local queens. Um, can I use Brita Filter? <laughs> um, <laughs> sure, I can. Uh, sure, let's see if I can do it. And then none of these are drag race queens, obviously, so I'm going to use my fingers. Um, that's what she said. So uh, <laughs> Brita Filter, Ms. Cracker, Dusty Ray Bottoms, uh, Sherry Vine, uh, um... I think, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, Sir Honey Davenport. Okay. Um, okay, that's five. Um, is Monet Exchange? Yes. Queen? Monet Exchange. Um, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, hold on. Oh, uh, Candy Muse. Oh, there you go. Um, Olive the Nightlife, who co-hosts uh, Nightgowns with Sasha. Uh, um, oh. Who is that other one in the House of Aja whose name I love? I, I, I'll go to another one. It's fine. Um, uh, oh, goodness gracious. Uh, no, 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 no. I have two left, and don't give me that sigh. <laughs> I'm not here for that. I'm not here for any of it. Oh, sorry, um, Mary. And, oh, let's see. So there was um, Sweetie, rest in peace, and Lady Bunny. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, if there are any other Marys out there that want to take the kimchi challenge, please. 
do it publicly show your support yeah um big shout out and to- if you by the way sorry not to not to cut you off but if you don't know 10 local queens what a perfect opportunity yeah. to discover more yeah, about your local more. drag scene Come this on. is win lose or draw you still win right big shout out to suddenly seymour who is one of my favorite oh, New York queens. Yeah, sure. absolutely one mm-hmm. of my favorites so good the one i couldn't think of was coco See, yeah, whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah, the one I saw at Nightgowns, who was amazing. Pokemon trees. Pokemon trees. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Cocoa so Pebbles. so uh, you had uh, you had watched uh, the first episode of the Trixie and Katya show. Um, super fans have probably already watched this. It's going to air on the fifteenth on Viceland. They had the first episode on Wow Presents. I don't know if this is their way of kind of like getting business there and moving on out to Viceland and, yeah. and turning into the Trixie and Katya show. It's great. It's going to find its grooves in the road, just the way that the web series did. Uh-huh. Um, it just takes time to kind of establish that, but it's longer. They oh. get to do more. Great. Um, Are there like sketches? There, there's like different segments. So there's a lot of them sitting and talking with the hy- hyper editing. Okay. This episode had them like doing like lots of like funny little different bits. Okay. Um, it's great. They're great. They, it, it's all of it. The recipe is is all the right ingredients. Sure. It's just maybe getting all the rhythm down. The editing's changed a little bit. I think it's still the same editors from the web series who really make the show. Right, absolutely. Um, and RuPaul's an executive producer, but I think oh, anything whoa. tied to WoW, I think he might okay, be that, somehow related. Right. So I don't know if he's like creatively involved. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so if you have not seen it, it is so worth watching and I'm totally cheering for them. And like, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's, it's on TV now. It's not the same. It's like, no, we should be celebrating this. Yeah. This is huge. Yeah. Cheer for it. Give it a Terry Nunn treatment. And yeah. Yeah. Cheer for it anyway. Yeah, come on, we like these queens. Yeah, yeah. If we you don't like these queens, then don't cheer for yeah. it. Like, yeah, I know it's fine. Yeah. It's not necessarily selling out. We want more drag on TV. Right. We can't get what we've been Vice trying to get, start. and then yeah. get mad about exactly. it when you get it. Although there were people that were mad that it went to VH1, thinking that uh, season nine was so watered down because of VH1, which we found out is not the case. Right. They packed and shipped it, and then sent it to VH1. Right. So now that we know that it's on VH1, maybe season ten we can have the, some of those critiques, mm-hmm. but um, maybe not. Maybe Maybe, maybe they learned their lesson. Right. Yeah, who knows? I mean, at the very least, there won't be on their cheerleading challenge. I think we can oh, guarantee that. Oh yeah. 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 Um, still big red. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks for that. Uh, uh, well, anyway, Marys, <laughs> if you have anything to add to the conversation about uh, season two or you want to chime in on Dragula or Shade Queens of New York or Katya and Trixie, um, or if you just want to send us out your kimchi challenge, uh, let us know on, uh, on via email at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter at allrightmary. And of course, y'all can continue to do what you've been doing every week. Well, some of you, and it's been great, and we'd love to see more. Leave a review. Re- 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 Leave a review and a rating on iTunes, preferably five stars, preferably pre- uh, positive. Um, letting other potential Marys out there know that as All Stars 3 is approaching and people are looking for recappers, we might be one worth listening to. There you go. The more of you saying yes, the better. Yeah, there we go, Mary. All right, Mary. So our last chance to sync. My last chance lip sync. This is a song that is absolutely in my canon of songs. I would, I personally, in a, in a towel dress, would love to perform. And if not, I'd love to see someone else do it. Maybe Shangela. Um, she and I, I think, would be equal level uh, of performance. But this is, of course, a classic by... Um, Ellie Greenwich. By Ellie, is, is that her real name? That's who wrote the song, yeah. Oh, is that who really wrote it? Well, I know her more as, um, and Tyra knows her more as a collaborator with Beyonce. This is, of course, Tina Turner's River Deep Mountain High. Right. It's uh, a cover, yeah. Oh, is, is, oh it's a, oh, all, yeah. all right, all right. The parade is 
totally pissed on. We'll just leave. Hey, it. covers are great. Co- Some of the best. I mean, think of Whitney Houston covering, uh, right? You know, Dolly Parton's song. It's just a different way to do it. And yeah. and uh, believe me, Tina Tina Turner's is that version. I mean, it's fucking incredible. And I remember who produced it. This is like her first with like it's like the Wall of Sound. I remember what his name was. Um, just like a really big note. But in any event, great lip sync song. Uh, that's all I have left to say to you. Uh, so until next week. <laughs>